You're listening to Standing Before the Mass podcast with Chris Eaton, sponsored by Newport Nautical Supply. Hello, folks, and welcome to this installment of Standing Before the Mass podcast. This is kind of a special episode in that it's really an excerpt of a much longer conversation that I had with Joe Cooper. Now, Joe, you may recognize if you've listened to a few episodes, he's the first guest to make a second appearance. And it was timely because he's involved with the 12 meter worlds, which are taking place in Newport right now. Uh, Joe has a long history with the America's Cup, and the longer form of this interview, which I will release at a later date, gives his whole history uh, coming from Australia as a young boy all the way through the America's Cup. But this episode focuses just on Joe's involvement with the Warrior Sailing Project and the 12 Meter Worlds here in Newport. In fact, I'd hoped to get this episode out sooner, but work kind of got in the way. And I apologize if the sound quality isn't quite up to snuff. It seems as though if my wife sits in as my sound engineer, everything goes smoothly. But all the fancy new kit she bought me is a bit out of reach for me. And it's kind of like giving a 16-year-old a Lambo. Bad idea. Anyway, I hope you enjoy. Again, this is about a 16-minute excerpt from a much longer interview, which we'll release later. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, Joe. (laughs) You are the first second appearance. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm on it. Thank you. It seems appropriate, though, given Newport's stature as the sailing capital of the world and the fact that the 12-meter worlds are forthcoming here in the next day or three or five. I think uh, I got the the calendar from the guys I'm sailing with, and it's 20 days of sailing 12 meters. (laughs) Wow. It's a 175th regatta. It's some kind of pre-worlds thing, and then it's the worlds. Wow. It's, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, because at the calendar I read, it, it said uh, the 8th of July through the 13th. That's the world's proper. Right. And I don't know what they call the other things, but there's, there's 170, New York Yacht Club 175th regatta or, or something, and then there's something on the other side of the world, mm. which I don't know why they did that. But anyway, and it occurred to me that I have, I thought I was going to escape. But um, uh, I got a call from a mate of mine on the West Coast named Dick Anderson, who I first met here in Newport in 77. He and a mate of his had a company called Offshore Productions. Mm-hmm. He and Jay Bros subsequently passed away. Had a company called Offshore Productions, and they did the documentaries about sailing, which is, you know, wow, in film. You know, I had mm. to go home and edit in film, right? And so I've known him since and then he's been on the west coast and i known him through a mate of mine so every time i go out there i see him so i got a ding from him a month ago saying hey call me i'm like okay hey it's me i'm calling you what's up and he had taken up the charter for a boat uh defender which i think was black oiler and and kayard in 83 somebody the boat had been donated to king's point and Ralphie Stites, the main guy down there, had organized a charter which had fallen through. So the bat signal went out. And one of the parallel activities that happens 
and I'm not sure of the mechanics of the paperwork of it, but Warrior Sailing mm-hmm. is affiliated, connected with the Kings Point Sailing Foundation. Right. And so Dick Anderson took on the charter of Defender and the background to it is kind of a charitable thing for Warrior Sailing. Mm. And I know those guys, um, Ben Poucher and um, Tim, and I can't think of his other name right now. And I've met a couple of the other principals. And, you know, the metrics, to use today's word, the metrics of results from distressed and disabled veterans coming back and being involved in sailing with these guys is what everybody looks for. It's like off the chart. These guys come in, they're all beat up and damaged, you know, PTSD and the whole thing. And they come in and they go sailing and it feels normal because of the sense of community, the teamwork, you know, the occasional stressful situations, you know, sailing 30 knots. And they just, it really helps them. Wow. It's, I mean, if you talk to the, if you talk to Ben and Tim, Mm. it's like going off the dial. Wow. And so Anderson, he's probably got 10 years on me. He, he did America's Cup when I was a kid, where I started with the whole thing when I sent you the email from like with 62, right? Right. We'll get to that. So he was like, yeah, that's, you know, we can do that. So he fronted the charter, and he's got a bunch of the usual suspects. <laughs> he should know better. But there's a bunch of us of an age who look at this whole thing and go, you know what? It kind of doesn't really matter anymore what the regatta is or what the boat is. It's the people and why we're doing it. Mm. And, you know, we got Andy McGowan and another mate of mine, um, Rich Moody, that I've done a million miles with, and a few other guys that I don't know, but... They all come highly recommended, so I'm like, okay. You know, Anderson's the guy that he said, you know, is the kind of guy that if he says, Fred's okay, you go, okay, let's go. Right. You know, yeah. it's just, there's no. And that, the boat you're on, you're going to have these disabled, uh, no, 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 that's no. just a separate part it's, of the program. It's, it's, the, <clears throat> it's, um, it's the charity under which this thing is happening. Mm. So part of the, the standard operating procedure for all of us is to make it known to our circles that we are doing this event and that donations to Warrior Sailing will help Warrior Sailing support Warriors Sailing. Right. Um, It'll help fund that program going forward. Right, right. So it's, 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 you know, it's, yeah, it's an expensive marketing program. But it doesn't cost Warrior Sailing anything, and you know they will get some funding out of it. And I've I've sailed with those guys on another Ralphie Caper a few years ago, and it's just it's really it's really moving, and it covers a whole slew of emotional sort of touch points. That when you see these guys who have lost an arm or a leg or, you know, blind in one eye or deaf or something and they've been out, you know, in all sorts of nasty places and they come back and they get – sailors all have this sense of community. Mm. You know, you can, you can go to South Africa and go for a sail on a boat. If you, you walk in the yacht club bar and go, hey, how you going? I'm from here. And next morning you're out racing with these guys, right? There's a very strong parallel between that 
and the military in their existence. You know, it's like crappy conditions, it's stress, it's 24-7, it's all of this mm. stuff, right? And when you go away from it, and especially when you're sort of out on your own, you come back and you're like, oh, what am I doing? And you can get back into something that's like that sense of community. Right. It's just, you know, I get goosebumps just thinking about talking with these guys that have been, mm. you know, in just places you just don't even want to read about in a bad novel. Yeah, right. And they get, you know, broken and they come back and they're, you know, you go, what, what do we do here? Right. So, um, so that's, and that, I've done a couple of these things before this. And when Anderson called me up and said, we've got Defender, we've got Ralph, we've got Warriors, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> here I was thinking I'd escape, but, you know, it's. Thinking uh, you're just going to watch it. This. Well, yeah, it's like I was going to go skiing in Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the. The um, thing that kind of got me thinking about this and, and you know, the email to you right. was that I was thinking, <clears throat> and, and when I sent the email, I sat down and I thought about all of the connections, all of these sort of spikes and touch points that I've had with 12 meters over the years. And it's like, I can never get more than about five or 10 years away from them. And this, there it is again. <laughs> they lull you back. Right. So 12 meter worlds, okay. So there's a boat called Defender, which was uh, Tom Blackall and, and uh, Paul Kayard's boat in 83 as they contended to be the defender of the cup and they didn't make it. I guess Dennis got in there. It has been, uh, was donated to Kings Point Maritime Foundation, which is run by a guy named Ralphie Stites. And he had, Ralphie had organized a charter with someone for this regatta. Mm-hmm. And for some reason unknown to me, it, it collapsed. And so the jungle, you know, Ralphie hit the jungle drums. And a guy from the West Coast, this is another funny circle, a guy from the West Coast named Dick Anderson, who I met in 1977, who with his partner Jay Bros ran something called Offshore Productions. And they make documentaries, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So all of this stuff is documented under Offshore Productions. And okay. Dick Anderson sailed in a couple of AC regattas when he was a you know, kid yeah. in the, probably 58 and 62 or 62 and 64 or something. And um, so he's done well for himself. So he's like, yeah, sure. So he's kicked in the charter fee and then we did this whole thing with uh, Warrior Sailing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now there's Dick Anderson, who I've known for quite a while. He's a pretty good hand. And then uh, Andy McGill. <laughs> I'm like, Don't you think we know better than this? And he's, Andy's like, okay, whatever. And then another guy I know who's not real. Uh, well, he's been working with the courageous guys for a long time. A guy named Rich Moody, a Jamestown guy. And um, there's the rest of the people on the on you know the varsity boat list. I don't know, but they're all guys that either Andy or Rich or Anderson know. Mm-hmm. So that's the same as you know if I and Yorman know it, great. Yeah, I know. When I ran into you in the parking lot the other day, you said you went down to the boat and all these heads were popping up. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it's like. <laughs> Right. Oh, this guy named Jim Plagenhoff, who was like from 83. Yeah. You know. Um, but, you know, there's, I think in the regatta, I think there's 20, 21, 22, somewhere in that order of magnitude of boats. There's the biggest fleet is what they call the moderns, which is the boats that we've been discussing. So from probably 74, Largely the boats that have separated keels and rudders. So from like Intrepid on, right. 
Um, and then the boats from 87 are the Grand Prix. So they're the two Kiwi boats and Challenge 12, I guess. The event headquarters is Fort Adams, South Newport. So all the boats are going to be parked at the Volvo. Docks. Right. I saw a few out there already. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've been, I was out this optic regatta all day and they're, you know, they're coming by mm. you know, just trying out different stuff. There's half a dozen of them out there. But the, the answer your question, all of the boats will be, they're going to, that's, you've got to be parked there. That's part of the deal. Oh, that's great. So they're going yeah. to have, you know, there's, you know, they'll fit them all in somehow Yeah. at the Volvo docks. And there's a big tent. That's, you know, that's where all, that's, that's where, where it's, it's all happening. Yeah. Right, right. I guess that's the only way you can get parking for boats that have 16. <laughs> and they've really done a great job with that facility for those, for that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that whole, you know, from the Volvo start, you know, the state two events ago when they teed it up for 15. Right. Think, that is just, you know, I mean, that's one of those great efforts where it's like a local community, you know, so Newport, Newport, that kind of all of the Robin Wallace and everybody right. that gets in there and the state going, hey, you know, this is really something that's – We need, this we is need a, to get behind this. Yeah. This, is a, this is very much what Rhode Island is. Right. Yeah. You know, it's the ocean state. A third of a third of the real estate is water. <laughs> if you can't do something for sailboat racing, you just you know yeah. move to Kansas. So it's going to be pretty funny. Um, Dick Anderson flew in last night. I talked to him this morning. Um, he was shaken off the jet lag. They were having a bolt stuff down day again today up at Hinkley, and so it seems like tomorrow, Wednesday. The third is uh, game time. Wow. Get yeah. this sucker out off the dock and pull up the sails. Mm. <laughs> Moody sent out an email the other day about, you know, going sailing on the weekend. And he says, we just want to go around, sort of warm up the tires. You know, we'll be back, we'll be back by three if, if it doesn't explode into flames. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't have an air, but just like, okay, well, if we go out and, uh, yeah. you know, the keel doesn't fall off, the rudder doesn't fall off, the rigs don't fall out, you know, all of these things. I mean, these boats are ridiculously complicated. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, so. But that's good. I'm, I'm, this is going to be a fun event, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, um, and, you know, the people, you know, there's sort of two cohorts. There's like the, group of guys, you know, me and Andy and a guy sort of our age. Mm. And then there's all these kids coming along that are 25 or 30. And it's just, I, I don't know enough of them to know what their shtick with the America's Cup is. Right. But you can't be in Newport sailing a 12 meter and not know something. No. About no, I'm sure they, yeah. They got it. I mean. They're dialed in. Yeah. So. Oh, well, that's great. So the, the actual yeah, event. You know, as far as the public's concerned, is the eighth like through the thirteenth, thirteenth, yeah, whatever it is. yeah okay. it's like four but days. But actual on the water time for everybody else is going to like now, right? Right. Every you know, it started like a little bit behind the curve. Yeah, you know, Victory eighty three, Challenge twelve, have been silent for quite a while. They have, mm. they have the most developed programs. Mm-hmm. Challenge twelve is Kenny and the North Sales guys. Victory eighty three is Randy Shaw and you know a whole quantum program. All oh, right. And because of my now affiliation with Quantum, it's sort of uh, an okay thing because Defender has Quantum sales because it was owned by the guy who owns Victory 83. <laughs> I mean, you just I mean, you can't yeah. get away from it. Right. You know, Andy came over the loft the other day and we're going, you know, Randy's briefing because Randy did all the sales for that, but so now we have a whole checklist of what we got. Yeah. yeah. You know, this one works, this one works, this one's, uh, don't worry, this one's okay. Oh, God. So, 
Um, but I'm kind of at the point these days where I, and I think I mentioned this, I'm sort of, I, you know, I don't need to go out and be heroic and win all sorts of, you know, hair on fire stuff. I really like the idea of sailboat racing because it's a, a huge intellectual challenge. But I like doing it with like-minded people, like with good guys yep. who know their stuff and they're not prima donnas. And, you know, if it goes south, they go, mm, all right, you guys sort it out, please. Right, yeah. But, you know, it's – and just good guys, you know, that are fun. Dick's – Dick Anderson's sort of overall brief is, you know, we want this to be fun, but, but we're, we're, we're not going to be um, – you know, we're not going to be tentative when we're on starboard tack. Right. You know, yeah. so we want to go out and do well. We want to have fun. We got a good bunch of guys. You know, good, healthy, competitive spirit. spirit. Right. right. It's, you know, and he yeah. said from the get go, it's a Corinthian thing. So we're all like, okay. Mm. And then, you know, there's this whole layer about the warrior sailing to it. And, you know, I mentioned I've, I've been around that before and it's very powerful. You know, sailing. Yeah. In this particular milieu with damaged people is an incredibly powerful medicine. Mm. And I've seen what it looks like even after a couple of days with guys on boats. Did a thing a couple of years ago with another one of Ralphie's boats, one of the Volvos. And just the way these guys, so you can just sort of see them standing more upright again. Right. It's just. That's uplifting. Yeah. It's very, very. Yeah. It's just. It's great. It's good mojo. Excellent. So there we are, man. All right. Get your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Game time next week. <laughs> oh, what could go wrong? No. Yeah, right. What could go wrong? <laughs> no, it's going to be fantastic. Well, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that yeah, whole no, history. This is yeah. good to document. Yeah. 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 Good well, times. You know, there's America's Cup is nothing if not a huge amount of history. Right. You know, this is like three pages in, uh, do you know um, Bob Fisher's Tomb of the History of the America's yes. Cup, the two volumes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This, what I've just gone through here in two hours is like about four pages in Bob's book. Wow. It's He's yeah. researched the living Jesus out of yeah. it. Yeah. Hours and hours and hours at the New York Yacht Club. That's unbelievable. Well, great. Thank you again. All right, mate. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Standing Before the Mass podcast with Chris Heaton, sponsored by Newport Nautical Supply. Please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.